program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Talking with Tony here on AM700 KSEV. Straight talk from a decorated Marine, successful lawyer, business owner, and philanthropist. Now, here's your host, Tony Busby. Well, here I'm. This is Frank. I'm sorry to disappoint. Our uh, decorated Marine and uh, host and philanthropist is not here tonight, but I'm here with you. So, uh, what I want to do is talk to you all. Well, I guess it's talking, talking with you instead of talking with Tony. Tony's not going to be here, so I'm going to talk with you all night long. So let's go ahead and get the call-ins going. It's uh, 281-558-5738. And uh, put my screen on, uh, my friend, because it's not on there. It's not on. they got to turn my screen on so I can talk to you all. Anyway, come on, call in. We're going to talk tonight, and i got a bunch of things to talk about. Let's let's start off here with uh, with something that uh, – things that I haven't been able to get to uh, because I was talking so much with Tony, and uh, so we were having a good conversation, but I'm going to talk with you. So here we go. I want to start with this. Let's start, let's start with a, a quote here from Winston Churchill. Uh, the inherent vice of capitalism is the unequal sharing of the blessings. The inherent blessing of socialism is the equal sharing of misery. And that is where we're going to start. And what I want to get back to is where we were talking last week. Um, I took you, uh, We went through a bunch of different things and how did we get here. And I talked about the different presidents and the policies and all the rest. And then we're going to talk about some cultural issues. I want to get back to some of this stuff with regard to these super elitist and super uber capitalists. Uh, but what have we seen in this year? Okay, we saw the virus. We saw the economy. We see the violence. through the, And then they use, they, they abuse. And really, this is what offends me the most. They dare, they dare to, to try to stir up racism in this country as a facade for their anarchist activities and nihilistic activities to destroy this nation. And we cannot have it. Anyway, that's my view. Call in and tell me why I can. Anyway, uh, we also got issues involving, uh, the, you know, the fires, climate change. You notice if every single one of the issues that are, that are sacred to the elitist sacred cows is being touched on, and they used the fires and the climate. But we know that the fires were started by human beings. They weren't started by the climate. It wasn't like God reached down and started these fires. These were guys who were start, or they were arsonists who started fires in Oregon and California. We need to get our computer turned on so I can see what calls are coming in. Oh, you're going to put them up there. Okay, so that's how we're going to do it. Where we're going with this is last week... Last week, I, at the end of the show, we talked about something called, uh, I, I said that, that where we, 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 had a, we had a split in where we're going as a country. One way we're either going to go for freedom, and that is religious freedom, individual freedom, and whatever freedom that is right for you, 
that's the freedom we're talking about. Okay, I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm a libertarian, basically. Okay, and so what I'm telling you is, we're going for these different freedoms that I believe in because that's what makes this country great. And remember that we are a. We are not a. Uh, unified country. Oh my God! Did Frank say we're not a unified country? We weren't set up that way. We're 50 individual states. These states have rights. Those states have the right to be what they are. But what they're trying to do is homogenize us to be New York and California values, and we just don't like that. I mean, I don't have maybe have the same values as Iowa, but I'm closer to them than I am to maybe California or New York, and, and Idaho has a different group of values, and all these different states have all kinds of values. But they should be respected, and they're not. They're trying to break down and destroy each of the states. They're trying to destroy what they, you know, they say that this country is not the greatest country in the world. It is the greatest country in the world because we respect these states. We respect their rights. We respect the people's rights in those states. And then we'll talk about some things. So here, if you don't believe in the freedom that I just talked about, then where is the world and where is it going and what are we seeing? What we're seeing is, when I, I've talked about this on numerous shows, New World Order, but what does that really mean? What I, and I broke it down. I thought about it, you know, for a couple of weeks, you know, in my off time. And uh, it's really capitalism, which now has translated into uber rich. When I mean uber rich, it's no longer whether you're a, whether you're a successful person, whether you're upper middle class, whether you're a millionaire, even if whether you're a Tonyaire, okay? One of these guys is, you know, wants, is a wealthy guy, okay? So what? He thinks he's wealthy. He ain't wealthy compared to the uber rich. I'm talking about these power brokers that deal on tectonic plates around the world who are controlling the world. And they are trying to put us in a position of no voice, no voice. And what happens is you, you have the emergence of the uber rich and communism. Is it really communism? What it is is totalitarianism. You got totalitarianism in Russia. You got totalitarianism in China. It's no longer communism. You think it's communism when they got all going on what they got going on over there? I don't think so. It's, it's oligarchies and totalitarianism. And there's a marriage between our billionaires that are transglobal and globalists and the uber-rich which are which are um, which are basically dominating the world, and so what we have is this new world order, and you, my friends, have the power. You have the choice. You have the, and I'm not telling you to vote Democrat or Republican. I've said long long ago that you can vote for Democrats, you can vote for Republicans, but vote for the issues. Vote for the issues. Vote for freedom. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, vote for freedom. Now. What we've got is uh, a bunch of different issues this week, and we can talk about those. We have issues regarding uh, the new Supreme Court justice. So why don't we talk about that? Ms. Comey here, uh, who, is, uh, who is the front runner, is, uh, is uh, really uh, 
an unbelievable person, an accomplished person. She's a decent woman, uh, and she is a intelligent woman, and she has she has she has graduated number one in her law school class. Uh, she has uh, shown her professional characteristics, not characteristics, but accomplishments uh, in the courts. She has served on the Court of Appeals, and now she's up for Supreme Court justice. And that's not to put down uh, the, uh, the passing of uh, RBG, because she was also an accomplished woman from different political pr- perspective, but yet, yet an accomplished person. Uh, uh, her views were basically centered on... on uh, Issues involving uh, civil rights, uh, issues involving, uh, we're getting ready to take a break. So call in if you want, 281-558-5738. Let me hear from you and we'll go from there. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays at 3 and again at 7 on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV. If you have roof problems, you can sure see them when it rains. This is Deb Tejada from Teos Roofing. If you see a leak, call me immediately, 281-251-0304. I'll send over the Tejas roof repair truck. That truck has everything our experienced crew needs to fix your roof right then and there. The Teos Roofing Crew has been working together fixing leaky roofs for 15 years. It's not a pretty truck, but it has everything we need to get the job done. I kind of like the way it looks. Most roofing repairs cost less than $500. Why? Because we find the cause of the leak and repair that leak. We won't try to sell you services you don't need. And we'll fix it right away because everything we need, it's in our truck. Don't put off fixing a leaky roof. Call me at Teos Roofing and I'll send over the truck. 281-251-0304. When you think of roofing repairs or a new roof, think Tejas Roofing. Your Houston roofing company. 281-251-0304. That's Tejas Roofing. 281-251-0304. Today's libraries have programs and resources that go far beyond books. From virtual story times, family game nights and cooking classes, to opportunities to borrow audiobooks and to stream movies, there's something for everyone at the library. September is Library Card Sign-Up Month, the perfect time to explore all the library has to offer. To learn more, visit your library's website or visit ilovelibraries.org. Your smartphone is now your radio. All you need is a KSEV app. And with one click, you're listening to KSEV. Anytime, anywhere. No static, no boundaries. Go to the Android Marketplace or the iPhone App Store. Search KSEV. Select the KSEV app. It's free and it only takes a couple of minutes. Listen to KSEV. It's easy with the KSEV app. More details at ksevradio.com. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Okay, we're back on the radio here. Now, give me a call and let me know what you think. We were talking about the new Supreme Court justice. Now let's talk about that. I mean, if she gets if she gets Amy Coney Barrett is the front runner here, and and I must say that uh, there's a, there, the, the, 
potential second choice was Barbara Lagoya, uh, Lagoa, I'm sorry, from uh, from the Miami area in Florida. But she hasn't quite been on the Court of Appeals too long, maybe a, a year or less. So what we're talking about is Amy Comey, Comey Barrett, who is basically in the running the last time around. And we, we, we hear like this week what we're going to be faced with is perhaps an attack on her perhaps an attack on her um, her Catholicism. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. And like I said, I have all the respect in the world for RGB as a jurist and as a person uh, and as an accomplished woman in a day when women were not being encouraged to be so accomplished. And she fought her way through the system and, and up through the system from, I guess she was from Brooklyn. And, and, and you know, you have to, this is the kind of thing that, I, that, that America is made of, okay? Now, I don't happen to agree with her on a lot of issues. And I'll, next week we'll talk about cases and we'll talk about, uh, you know, where I really disagree with her on, on, on law and cases. But... She was a practicing Jew, and she was she respected her religion. She she basically, you know, nobody questioned the fact that she had her belief in her religion when she came up to be nominated to the Supreme Court. The question I have, and that has nothing to do with Jews versus Catholics versus Muslims and all the rest. It's just not a discussion we should have in this country. Because people bring their values with them, but the law, as it's been interpreted over the years, and that's why we have something called stare decisis in the United States of America, which is basically you rely on the precedents, and then if there's something that's out of whack, they can overrule that. But one person can't do that. And people who are textualists and constitutionalists will look at the issues, including the issue of abortion, and then make decisions with regard to that. Let's take a call from Sharon because she's calling in on this issue. Sharon, on line one, what do you have to say? Hey, Frank, you got me? I got you, Sharon. Good, good. Okay, oh, I'm glad you're, we're talking about this. Um, I believe that the real issue here is um, murder of unborn children in the womb and all the way back to Roe v. Wade, which is not the law of the land. It's just a very bad decision by the Supreme Court, which can be overturned because it has been done before, and that's one of the reasons the Democrats are so uh, in such a fit. But what I want to say is I want to do the counterpoint to what you just said about RBG. I believe she violated her oath of office in most of the decisions she made because they were leftist decisions and they did not um, apply to our Constitution and our laws. And our laws are to protect every life. She did not do that. And I believe her religion, as you referred to her, her religion, is the government, big government. That's all she cared about, big government. And the, the next best thing she cared about was her own celebrity status, and I am so glad she's gone. I'll be so glad when they get her in the grave and they get this appointment made, and I don't believe there should ever be any hearing. Just appoint her and do an up-down vote and get it done. 
Oh, that's um, Amy Coney Barrett. And do you have a question for me, Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you'd talk more about her. I will. I will. Let me, you can stay on the line uh, and listen to what I'm about to say, and, and then you can comment on it, because I really want to have a dialogue with the listeners tonight, uh, since I can't have a dialogue with my brother, Tony. And, and I the, appreciate that about you, Frank. By the way, I, I, mi I missed Tony being here, and, you know, I can't wait till he comes back. Tony's a good foil for you, Frank. You two make a good team. I understand. So now i got to make myself laugh since I can't laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> and we like your laugh, Frank. you got a really great laugh. It's very infectious. Thank you. Anyway, what I'm say, what, what I want to do, let's talk seriously now about Amy Comey Barrett. She has stellar legal credentials. She is a valued person. Let me tell you what a valued person she is. And that will bleed us into why Latino voters are supporting Trump so much. All right? I'm going to tell you a story. And you stay on the phone, Sharon. And, uh, I'm listening. When I, was a young, when I was a young man, a child, okay, uh, my, parents, my parents were wanting to adopt a, a, a baby, a Cuban baby that was, that was uh that was uh, coming from Cuba after the uh, the the boat crisis. Okay, when when back in the '60s, and I was I'm an only child, so they came to me and they said, "Would you like a little brother or sister?" That the Catholic Church has all these children, and of course, being a selfish little sob that I was, I said no. And <laughs> and so and so since they since they uh, actually listened to me, they didn't adopt one, and. You know, in retrospect, uh, Amy Comey, Comey Barrett walks the walk. She has a Christian point of view. She basically has uh, five children of her own and then adopted two Haitian children out of, from the Haitian refugee, uh, refugee children, and one of which may be a special needs child. And this is what more kind of loving Christianity do you want in a person? And she's not even a Supreme Court justice. She was, at that time, she is just a person who's following values and, and love and belief in values. And if we can't put that kind of person on the court, Supreme Court of the United States, we might as well just forget this country. Because, because uh, otherwise we're just going to have a basic court that only fosters extreme issues on, on the left. And that's not where this country is. This country is a moderate country, and we'll talk about abortion. I think last week we got into abortion a little bit with Tony, and uh, he basically was trying to ask me whether I was pro-choice or this or that. And I told him that I thought, you know, it's a very private decision with women what, what happens, but I do believe that, uh, that it's killing a child. When you do that, okay, I, that's what I personally believe. Now, everybody doesn't believe that. But where the cases go and where the courts should go is we, like I started this conversation, we are a federation of states. And these states, we're not a democracy overall where the biggest population centers dominate our values. Texas should be able to dominate its values as Mississippi, Alabama, New Jersey, Iowa, Idaho, all the, all of them. And if there are some states that believe in abortion, 
well, then maybe the you know, Supreme Court should rule that, yeah, those states can have abortion if they want to, but we're not going to make it the law of the land because the law of the land is not in favor of that. And the law of the land is not in favor of Virginia, where they have infanticide, where that governor's talking about killing kids, babies after they're already born. Uh, the, 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 this is this is good versus evil. This is not this is not a question of. I mean, to me, I don't even understand it. I understand. Frank, can I say something about yeah, infanticide? Yeah, please, please. Because in the news, there's been this. He's a citizen journalist out in California. And he's been fighting Planned Parenthood out there in California, in the Los Angeles area, for years now. And he did some undercover <coughs> investigation. And he got on video, one of the top doctors in the Planned Parenthood, Los Angeles, got her on video because he was having lunch with her and he was doing undercover work. And, he, and she was offering to sell him baby parts. I know, I heard that. Yeah, and, and when he asked her, he said, well, how can we be sure that we can get the real, the exact parts that we want? <laughs> you know what she said? She said, oh, we're so good, we've learned how to crunch the fetus so that we can get just the right part, whether you want the lung, the heart, or the brain. And this is the kind of operation that Planned Parenthood is doing, and he got it on video, and then Kamala Harris, found out about it, and she put out a, a search warrant to invade his apartment and take his videos. Yeah, I heard I, I heard that, and I saw that. I mean, but what I'm trying to say is this, okay? Uh, um, I know that in many circumstances, I mean, obviously there were exceptions concerning the abortion issue, which even Reagan um, uh, recognized in the case of, uh, of incest and rape. Uh, now, some people say that it shouldn't even be any exceptions like that. I think the, the Catholic Church uh, may have recognized that issue, but I'm not really up on their doctrine on that. All I can tell you is that I think that, uh, that if there's a reason not to kill a child, you shouldn't kill that child. And it, when, it's, when it's conceived, it's a child, and it should be born. And if you don't want it, there are a lot of people who do, and there should be places where that child might be offered in an orphanage and some family can adopt it in, in a loving way and we can, I mean, heck, we spend all this time adopting dogs. Why aren't we adopting children? Well, I, I agree with that. And there, there, we have so many avenues for adopting. But I love dogs, too. That are available. <laughs> and, and, and dogs as well as children, both. But children and first, cats. of course. <laughs> so, but um, what I wanted to say is... Um, that's quite the opposite of an organization that, that gets federal no, money. No, 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 it's crazy. Why should our tax dollars go for any of that? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is the problem we're talking about, Sharon. We're talking about the, the federal government's gotten so large and so ridiculous and so overreaching that is not only dictating what we're supposed to do uh, on a day-to-day basis, which we're going to talk about, the AF, I think it's AFFH or that that program where they're yeah. basically taking over the suburbs. Right. But that's a financial thing, okay? But they're taking over our value system, right? When, and that well, that's to the point that they they are. Frank, did you hear what I said? I said they are selling parts of babies. I did. 
That's uh, live babies. How can a civilization do that? And that call, is barbarian. How, how can a civilization do that and call themselves civilized? Right, and they're doing it for profit. And here's the deal, okay? I mean, well, we'll stay on this subject a few more minutes. Here's the deal. They basically uh, they have this in Planned Parenthood, which, you know, does a lot of things, and, and people can debate some of the positive things that they do in terms of women's health. Uh, but but at the same time, uh, how can it started on the base as a racist organization? It started, and it basically the the offices were are the most offices are in minority neighborhoods. So so I don't understand how how these people that call themselves and we're going to talk about the super hypocrisy on this how they can call themselves progressive and liberal and all the rest. Well, they're doing these kinds of things, and they're basically doing it to the people in the least position to deal with it. But we're a federation of states, Sharon, and 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 if in this country we, we're going to have, let's say that we're going to have abortion because some, there's two sides to this story. I don't happen to agree with part of it, but if we're going to have it, it should be left up to the states. Well, it's, I I won't disagree with you there, but what I, where I will disagree is is that when, on the term pro-choice, because it's not pro-choice, it's either pro-life or pro-death. And we're talking about another human being in the womb, and a woman does not have the right to make herself into an autonomous zone that she has the only power to say whether that child lives or not. Well, that is wrong. I appreciate your, your viewpoint and basically, uh, you know, Folks are going to have to make a decision of conscience on those kind right. of issues. Thank okay. you, Sharon. I appreciate it very much. So let's move on and talk about some other things. And thanks for calling in, Sharon. We always appreciate you. You call in every week. And if you want to call in and talk about anything, it's 281-558-5738. I'm just trying to be a father, raise a daughter and a son, be a lover to their mother. Everything to everyone. United we stand. AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Warren's Plumbing in Spring is proudly suiting our troops and veterans. Their tireless efforts and sacrifice should never go unnoticed. This salute is from Warren's Plumbing, the North Metro's plumbing expert backed by four decades of experience. From a drip to a project, give the service and repair expert a call. 281-353-5874. That's 281-353-5874. That's Warren's Plumbing, proudly suiting our troops and veterans. They're people who care. Connect with the Chris Salcedo Show. Get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that dollar from? Shut up, shut up. I'm sorry. What did you say, sir? I'm sorry. What did you say, sir? I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, seven to nine a.m. on AM seven hundred KSEV. James Brown and Bill Cower welcoming you back to the Midnight Snack Run. This is one turkey obstacle course. Uh-oh. He's eyeballing a jar of candy. That is tempting right off the start. But he pushes it away. He's approaching a plate of iced cookies. He blows right by him for the apple. Oh, the fridge. Looks like he's headed for the soda. Wait, he jukes left, grabs the water bottle. That's the way you execute a Midnight Snack Run. Stand up to cancer and rally. Want you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. 
KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Yeah, Gail. Let's take line two. Gail, what do you want to talk about this evening? Uh, well, when you said that it was, you think that the abortion law should be up to the state. Is that what you said? What what I said was that 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 since we have a federation of states that and we all live in different communities, some states have different values than other communities and therefore decision as to whether as to whether or not you're going to have legalized abortion should be left up to the voters in the different states. So the for instance New York might be a state where there's where their abortion is on demand and may all the way be up to, you know. The yeah, but how, that, how is that doing away with abortion? Just go to New York and get one. You're, so you're saying it's okay for the state to make that decision. Well, I don't happen to believe. you saying they need to abolish I, I don't happen to believe. Altogether. I don't happen to believe that, Gail, my own personal self, okay? But, but so just like. Okay if New York says it's okay? No, I do, me personally, are you asking me? Because no. Well, you're, then what, what are you saying? Why don't we just let me get away with the... Let me explain it, Gil. Then we can talk some more, okay? Like Judge Barrett's going to have to do, she's going to have to disassociate her own personal self and her own values from what the law is in, in order to impose it on the country. And the problem is, in this country, we have people who vehemently, as you know, believe in abortion. I personally... That's not something that I really endorse a- at all. And so so what I'm saying is the, the states, and this is the way it was until they did Roe v. Wade and made it the law of the land, the states would vote on whether or not they were allowed to do it. If somebody, I mean, if they don't do it in this country, they can go to another country and do it. But you see, just if we turn around and say, and of course we can debate this, if we turn around and say, Hey, abortion is okay. Abortion is okay uh, for the whole country, and we're going to impose it on the whole country. You're opposed to that. If we turn around and say, if we turn around and say, no, abortion's not okay for the whole country. It's the flip side of the same coin. We ought to leave it up to the communities because in Texas you may vote for no, we don't want abortion. Louisiana, no abortion. Alabama, Mississippi, you know, and all these different states. But the community, these these states have people in them that may, the overwhelming majority of people in a particular state like New York or California may vote for it. Now, do I think that that, that they should? No. Do I think that that is the right thing? No. But but what I'm saying is in, in terms of our federalist society, our federation of states that we have, these are decisions that need to be made on a communal community level. And if people don't like living in Texas because, let's say, we don't have the availability of abortion on demand, well, then they can move to New York or they can move to Ireland or they can move to some other country where they have it. 
and and that's kind of what I'm saying. Okay, so I'm not endorsing uh, it. I'm just saying to well, you. Well, I didn't think you were uh, endorsing it, but I mean, the, just getting rid of it. I mean, people are actually. I know. Starting to use it as a form of birth control. I know, and that is hard. That's horrible. I was going to bring that up. I mean, we can, this is not taken lightly, and it should not Young be. Kids don't even worry about him. Oh, don't worry about you know. Yeah, you know, we're just good. No, no, no. I know, gone but gone in an hour. But, don't even think about it. But there are so many different kinds of ways of birth control today, and that's why if we don't have values and we don't have the system of saying that this is not approved as a nationwide value, when we had Roe v. Wade, we basically had a nationwide value imposed on everybody to the point where they were making Christian and Catholic hospitals and everything else go along, try to go along with the program, or they were going to lose federal funds. These are this is not acceptable. Well, but, but but you know, community since we're a federate like you know, they may have different values in Washington state or Oregon. They're not our values. <clears throat> They're still part of the country. And so that's the difficulty. And this judge, assuming it's Amy Comet Comey Coney Barrett, uh she's going to be faced with this kind of issue. And I could see I don't see Roe v. Wade in the future being overturned. What I see is it being modified so that what I'm telling you with regard to they may go back to the way it was, which was which was basically the states make the decision. And then the community has its sense of values and it has what its values are. And it should be respected. OK, Texas values should be respected for Texans because they the lady should, that you just talked to. That yeah, you Sharon, Sharon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, What was she talking about? They're selling the body parts. Yeah, yeah, buying, yeah, yeah. Buying, well, they'd buy they'd parts. buy them for stem cells and things like that. Ooh. Well, pe- people, uh, other medical providers would buy these things for, as stem cells. Now, of course, you got you know some kind of fantastic, uh, and I don't know if it's true or not. People saying that they buy them for illicit purposes. I don't know about that, and I don't have any uh, information about that. But basically, they'd sell them for like stem cells because they could get stem cells out of out of uh, out of uh, infants, out of embryos, and all the rest. And that's what they would do, and so they'd make money on that. But it, what what are we doing here, man? This to me, this sounds like we're coming up on October here. It's almost sounding like Frankenstein activity. Well, this, it's it's worse than that. I mean, there. No, I know. I was just trying to light it up. There's a nun, like you were talking about dirty money. Yeah, would, dirty money. You can't even wrap your head. I don't think now around what is going on behind the curtain in this country, and it's it might not even it probably not even money from our our country, but there is a hand, a big hand with more money than you can phantom. No, no. What, I, that, what I'm talking about is, it, and that that hand is controlling. Our country right now. You're right, and let me talk about that because let's segue. You can stay on the phone here, and and I'm going to segue into something I'm going to that I mean to talk about. So people talk about you know, I mean, because I wear I have a Trump hat on here. They say you're a Donald Trump supporter. Yeah, I support Trump right now because you know what? He's the most improbable guy. He's the most improbable. He's the most improbable guy. Or person, let's just say person. It could be a woman, okay? Because Margaret Thatcher was a great leader as well for the English people. But but she's the most improbable person to be carrying these value messages. But you know what? 
as I've said before, this is a fight against, this is not, this is a good and evil fight. I know some people don't like when I say that, but I truly believe. But it's the truth, though. You're saying the truth. I truly believe it. I truly believe it, Gail. And what I'm trying to tell you is that, that, and, and they don't like Trump, for instance, because they don't like his Twitters, and they don't like his demeanor or whatever. But guess what? And this is all religions, by the way. This is this is this is the three major religions in the world, which is the you know the the Christianity, Judaism, and the Koran. When when uh, when God when God wanted to get rid of the Satan and Lucifer, uh, the angel Lucifer, uh, who did he use? He didn't use a loving Jesus to do that. He t- took he got Michael the archangel. And Michael the Archangel cast him down into hell. And you know what? Donald Trump is like, in my book, is like Michael the Archangel. He's the only one standing between us and the abyss. And that because I see the abyss out there and every day and I see the abyss out there on the streets and I see these people just, you know, with no values at all. And I'm going to talk in a minute about there was a and I know I'm getting I'm kind of in values tonight, but but the, but I, there was a whole situation. There's a prayer that was done by a 15 year old for his public school, and I'm going to read that in a minute. You got anything else, Gail? No, and you were right. I'm glad you brought that up about about Satan because there was a war in heaven, and it did break out. And Jesus threw actually he threw him to earth. Right, but it was <clears throat> but Michael the Archangel was called on by by God the Father and th- and cast Lucifer out, and Lucifer has resurrected himself and is is uh, trying to dominate. Lucifer wanted to make us puppets, and Jesus said, "No, dominate my dominate the earth." That's right. Well, no, he said, "I want you to, if you give them choice, you give them choice. They're going. It's not going to be good." God said, "They're my babies. I'm going to give them freedom of choice." And they that's it. And that's it. it. And we have the right. We have and we, they down here. And but this is now all then, this is all religions, okay? Now you know you don't. Most people don't think about this. This is the Koran. The Muslims also believe in Michael the Archangel, also the Judaism, and also Catho- I mean Christianity, okay? So all three of the major religions embrace the concept. And you know what? I believe that that there's been an angel on my shoulder for years. I'm I'm a sinner. I'm not a saint. Uh, maybe close to St. Francis because I like animals, but other than that, uh, I'm a sinner, okay? We're all sinners, but I try to make the right choices. We're individuals. We fail, okay? We fail all the time, but, you know, we know where we're supposed to go, and this is what we're talking about. And let me, I mean, I know this is getting to be sounding too much like a religious show, but 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 nevertheless, I'm... We're, we're, hey, we still have freedom here, thank God, in the United States. So yeah, I have freedom to talk about, about what we want, so... That's the good thing, but you know, God, everything that you do, we do, Frank, is based on God. Remember this now, and think about it. God's timing. You know, everything he did, he gave Caesar the letter, go get on the, and then, and that was on a boat, and then Joseph got it, he got on the donkey, then he arrived when he was supposed to, with Mary, and then the most compelling thing was the fact that this was just before just before you could actually keep records of, of of any sort, you know, he didn't do it when we had cell phones. Timing is everything. He knew exactly when to send Jesus, just to keep faith. Well, I hope that he I would have had cell phones that, and he would have records and pictures of it. 
no faith would be here. So everything that God has done, it has been in God's timing. That's why timing is most important, and that's what scares me about right now. Thanks, anyway, Gail. I agree with you but in many of these respects, but thanks for calling in. And uh, we got steaks tonight. Of course, we're going to be giving them out from Dukes, and we're, I guess we're taking a break right now. We're going to switch to some other subjects because I'm not actually Billy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for the Brian Kilmeade Radio Show on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at RonnieAndKathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year, and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor, and you should too. The Matthews team and Remax Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. This time next week, I'll be sick in bed with West Nile virus. Thanks to a mosquito bite right in front of my house. In eight minutes, my daughter will be in an ambulance having an asthma attack triggered by cockroaches. I'm going to be bitten by a tick today. I won't even know it until Lyme disease turns my life upside down. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC. Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4, right here on AM 700 KSEV. We are now just a little over one month away from deciding which direction our nation will go. The Democrats have embraced chaos and fear, while the Republicans focus on law and order. There is only one thing that we can truly be sure of in this election. Your mother is voting for Trump. She's voting for Trump. Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. All right, all right, all right. We're back on the air, and I, I know it's, we've been kind of heavy here, but we're in a heavy time of the political season. But I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on to some of these other subjects. Uh, but I really want to. I wonder. Want to read this because it kind of touched me this week. There was a 15-year-old kid in Minnesota, and he wrote this because he was said he was told to write a write a prayer for the school. So he wrote the following: Now I sit down in school. Where praying is against the rule. For this great nation under God finds mention of him very odd. If scripture now the class recites, it violates the Bill of Rights. And any time my head I bow, 
becomes a fed, federal matter now. Our hair can be purple, orange, or green. That's no offense. It's a freedom scene. The law is specific. The law is precise. Prayers spoken aloud are a serious vice. For praying in public hall might offend someone with no faith at all. He goes on to say, God's name is prohibited by the state. We're allowed to cuss and dress like freaks and pierce our noses, tongues, and cheeks. They've outlawed guns, but first the Bible. To quote the good book makes me libel. We can elect a, pre a pregnant senior queen and the unwed daddy our senior king. It's inappropriate to teach right from wrong. We're taught, taught that such judgments do not belong. We can get our condoms and birth controls, study witchcraft, vampires, and totem poles, but the Ten Commandments are not allowed. No word of God much, must reach this crowd. Let's see here in the last part of it. When chaos the school a mess, so, Lord, this silent plea I make, should I be shot, my soul please take. Amen. Amen. This was written by a 15-year-old in Minnesota who obviously was thinking about a lot of things. By the way, unpleasantly to me, uh, the kid got an A-plus on this particular prayer that was written. I would have thought he would have got an F. But I guess in Minnesota, must have been outside the cities. In Minnesota somewhere, they still have some values because the kid put down what he really thought. Anyway, enough of all this serious uh, stuff. I mean, uh, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't want to be a preacher. Let's talk about some other things. You know, all kinds of stuff happened this week. We had... Uh, all these police shootings in uh, in uh, different uh, different cities, and basically the police have uh, become a target uh, for uh, for those who want to send the message that uh, you know the police are on the side of uh, on the side of Trump and they're against Trump and they want to defund the police. They want to break down law and order. They want, basically want to they want to destroy the civility that we have. In this particular uh, in this particular time, uh, I think that uh, there's a question of, you know, where are we going to draw the line? Uh, are we going to stand up and say this this can't happen? Because, like I said, the, the the polls seem to indicate that suburbanites don't like Trump because they don't like his demeanor. He's offensive. Then they say, you know, the polls indicate that women in the suburban areas, and I just don't believe them because I know women in the suburban areas, and they want law and order. They want to be protected. They want to keep their kids safe. They believe in values. They, want, they, they believe in all kinds of these things that we're talking about. And like I said, you may hate Trump, but you need a you need a Michael Lee Archangel to battle what's going on with regard to these other issues. Otherwise, there will be nothing left to battle. Like I said, one of the things he did was uh, to pass this uh, executive order on on AFFH, which is basically an attempt to make every city uh, 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 do an analysis and provide data to the Department of Labor. I'm not, not labor to the Department of Her uh, Housing and Urban Development (HUD) to provide them with information regarding all of the uh, uh, household income, uh, uh, 
nationality, um, every aspect of, of property, uh, regulations regarding zoning, all the different aspects that, that in a community, so that then they can evaluate it. And if they determine that it's not equal for people they consider to be of low income, uh, or not, they don't even use low income for diversity purposes. They will require these communities, like in Westchester County, outside New York, is the perfect example of it, to basically fund housing projects and to fund equal opportunities within those counties. Now, you need to talk, you can call me and talk about that because what I'm talking about here is. Do people not have the right to have a community that the way they want? This is not racial. It's a question of can we have a suburb? I mean, because what you're going to do, it's the dumbest program I could ever think of. When they, when they basically did those kinds of activities in the inner cities, you had all the people that had any kind of middle class money or, or, or and above flee the cities and move to the suburbs and move to Westchester County and move up in New York or move to whatever the suburbs are, move to Sugar Land or move to Missouri City or move wherever. And now what they're going to do is take the city and bring it out to those counties. And what are you going to do? Have the people then will decide. But it's based on income. It's not a question of race. Why are we debating race in this country? Why? After 400 years, there's not systemic racism. And you know what? Latino people know that. They come to this country. They embrace this country. They know that they're not discriminated against. All they want is an opportunity to work. Black people know that. African-American people know that. Every race knows that. That's why they line up at our doors trying to come into this country. They know this is the land of opportunity. Why is it, and I don't have the answer for you, but why is it that, that... white people in the suburbs flog themselves over issues that are really been well settled because this is a question of economics of opportunity. It's not a question of color. We're all mixed colors. We're all different races and ethnicities. We That's what makes America great. And that's what people at least that are, you know, people who have real want the people who came in from some South American company, uh, countries, the people who have come in from African countries, the people who have come in from Asian countries, they're not trying to turn us into their country. They came here because they wanted to be our country. And you know what? They might feel like they've been sold a false bill of goods. They might feel like once the, now that they got here, they might say, this isn't what I thought it was. It's a mirage. And you know what's driving it? What I told you before. The attempt the of globalization to basically do away with the United States because the United States is the last bastion of freedom and individualism and that allows us the freedom and individualism of capitalism, not on steroids, but the ability to have your own decisions, the ability to have your own store, the ability to have your own business, the ability to do your own work, to work as hard as you want or as little as you want. But you can do that in this country. You can't do it in the countries where most of these folks are coming from. And that's why Trump is gathering votes among the Latino community. And that's why, because they suffered under socialism, they know what it is. They know the, the, the negative to it. So anyway, 
Call in if you want to talk, 281-558-5738. And i got to talk now about a little bit about Duke's Butcher Store. It's the best butcher store, of course, as you know, in uh, between Galveston, Houston, and Texas. They make great steaks. They have great uh, great cuts of meat. And, uh, you know, I had Duke actually came to my house, and we sat down and talked for about an hour. I spent a lot of time with him uh, just talking about whatever he wanted to talk about. And after that, he wanted to load me up on steaks, and I said, no, nah, I'm on a diet. So I decided, <laughs> so I decided not to... Uh, not to take him up on it, but he's a great man individually. I got a lot of respect for him and what he's done as a business. And that that that, 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 that he's a he's almost as great a man as his steaks, but because his steaks are really good. Anyway, I'm just telling you about that. And we're, of course, we're also sponsored by Limone, and we're in the uh, you know Pinkerton also, as you know. But I'm not going to harp on our sponsors because they all know that we love them. And uh, and if you need anything in the, from in the way of shoes or you need any way in a high-profile divorce, you know where to go. We've endorsed these folks and hope you take our endorsement. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, we're taking a break. listening to Talking with Tony. Join us every Friday at 6 p.m. with Tony Busby here on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV.